morning, church. Can we all stand up? Let's all stand up. I always say this when I start. I don't know what you're going through today. I know 2018 was kind of rough for me. 2019 is beginning rough for me, too. But one thing I'm going to tell you a little secret, and we're going to pray. The kingdom of God is always advancing. And when trials come in our lives, we tend to kind of stop. Like that song we're singing, I'm, waiting for, I'm not going to wait for the walls to fall. A lot of times we're waiting for the walls to fall in order to God to move to the next step. But I'm here to tell you today that it's our time to advance the kingdom of God. So if you're going through trials today, if you're going through hardships, if you're frustrated, you don't know where to turn, this is a time to step forward in the name of Jesus. It's time to move forward and ask God, Lord, I don't know what's happening. I don't know why I'm going through this situation, but I'm going to push forward. Amen. 2019 is a year where you don't let the circumstances dictate to you what you're going to do. You're going to advance on the kingdom of God. You're going to move forward. You're going to ask God, say, Lord, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I see this situation happening. I don't know where the next step is, but whatever it is, I am going to move forward. Amen. So let's raise our hands to God right now. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for being here right now. I thank you, Lord God. You see every situation that we're going through. You see the hardships. You see the frustration. You see the burden, Lord God. You see the, 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 the seasons that we're all in. But, Lord God, we will not stay still anymore. And we're going to begin to move forward in what you have called us to do, Lord God. The troubles of life will not dictate to us anymore what we're going to do. Our problems are not going to overtake us anymore. As we move forward, the gates of hell will not prevail against us, Lord God. The kingdom will move forward and forward and forward. And as we push the enemy back and back and back, Lord God, great things you will do amongst your people. Lord, I thank you in this day today, Lord God. You're going to break chains that people have been bound for for so long, Lord Jesus. I thank you we don't have to be afraid, Lord God, of trusting you and seeking you and sacrificing things for you, Lord God. Because in the end, Lord God, you are always faithful, Lord God. You will always make a way out of every situation. I thank you right now, Lord God, as we take steps forward, Lord God. Not being afraid to what's next. Not being afraid to the unknown, Lord Jesus. But as we take a step of faith, Lord God, we will see you move mountains, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is not more or less what I'm talking about. You guys can take a seat. I really feel in my spirit today. When I, I just take from my own experience. When I go through trials, the first thing I do, I kind of wait it out. And I pray, I seek the Lord, I cry, I complain. I try to figure out what God is doing in the situation. But I don't realize that God is working behind the scenes. All I have to do is keep pushing forward. I've been waiting too long. It's like almost like, it's not secrets. You probably heard things like this before. But to me, it was like a secret unveiled where I've been waiting so long for things to happen. All I had to do was move forward. I was like, I didn't have permission to move forward. I didn't have um, things going better yet. Things are still going through the same situation. How can I move forward? And God said, just move forward. Everything I have given to you, every kind of dream or, or a thing I, I desire to do, God said, go do it. I don't know, every year we do this, what's your word for the year? Right? Last year, what was my word last year? Skittles. Taste the rainbow, right? Taste and see that God is good. That's crazy, right? But that was my word for the year. But this year, I heard the Lord tell me in a dream, he said, a leap, take a leap of faith. And a lot of things that are leap of faiths are not really leaps of faith. It's just things I haven't done yet. And I've been sitting waiting for God to move or show me a plan or, or give me an idea to do. And then I move forward. 
But God was like, time to take a leap of faith. So in me taking a leap of faith, I actually started a new ministry with uh, my wife and, um, um, oh my God, Val. It's a ministry that we're, we're going to uh, begin to like, walk through testimonies of people in the church. And also people outside so that the world can see that I'm going through something and, you t- and I overcame it. And you too could overcome those situations. So for me, I don't know nothing about cameras, videoing, stuff like that. But I watch a lot of TV and movies. You know me, right? I watch mad movies, so I have these ideas, and Val was agreeing, and she had all these ideas, and my wife came in and put order to everything, because <laughs> we all had ideas, and we didn't have to put it together, but she was able to put it together for us, and I, I like to testify and say that Ephraim is going to be our first person we're going to interview. He a, little, he a little bit shook, because we're going to go on a journey and go where he, he grew up, and video there, and then come back to where he's at today, and it's like a cool thing we're doing, right? But I also, I also believe that this is not going to be my thing forever. Maybe somebody else will take over that's better than me and do, will do it. But I believe advancing things. I think we should be in technology moving forward and, and the world's all in that. We should it's just, just advancing the kingdom of God in any way possible. Amen? All right, so let me get into the word, what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> that wasn't the word. I was just sharing some stuff. I just feel like, you know what I feel? Every time the devil messes with me, I was like, oh, you messing with me and my family? I said, I have to go at you now. I got to go at you. I got to go after you and not be afraid to whatever I'm going to say. I'm not going to say bad things, but, I'm, but just not be afraid to whatever come. I'm not worried about what the enemy's going to do. I'm not worried about every time he messes with me. He's going to get to a point where he's going to be like, I got to leave this guy alone. Let me leave him alone, his family alone, and God will move, right? I want to have fun today, amen? But I want to see chains broken in the name of Jesus, right? I want to turn to a John 1.33. I'm going to kind of set the tone for there's, there's going to be a decision that we have to do today. Make a, a decision in our lives. But I want to explain something that a lot of the things we go through and troubles that we go through in life is not always the enemy. Before you came to Jesus, I had problems. And now I'm in Jesus, you still have problems. So if we can establish today that you're always going to have problems, and that is no excuse to move forward in the things of God, no excuse to seek the Lord and trust him, I'm going to kind of break that bubble today if I can. Amen? All right, so this is from the New Living Translation. This is John 1.33. I have told you these things so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. We have to take heart. In every situation, we have peace and trust God. Like, you know what, Lord? Somehow, some way, you're going to work this out. But we can no longer be stuck. We can no longer be stuck. I want you, this is the chapter we're going to read for, and I'm going to kind of give you like the setup for Matthew, Matthew 16, chapter 16, verses 20, 21 to 27. Before this actual chapter, John, um, Peter was, there, when Jesus was with the disciples, and he was exp- explaining to them, and Peter actually just found out, you know, realized that God revealed to him that, that Jesus is the Messiah. So he starts, so after he shows that, he says, don't say nothing yet. It's not time ready yet. But then he goes into explaining what he's going to do now. And it started from verse 21. He says this. And I, I'm going to explain this because it sounds kind of harsh what, he's, what Jesus is doing right here. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders. The chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he, that, he must be, that he must be killed, and on the third day be raised to life. This is like a lot of us. <laughs> Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. 
Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have the mind of the, the mind, excuse me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. So I'm going to start right here. What is, what is our mind on? Is our minds on the things of this world or the minds on the things of God? And if your mind is on the things of God, amen. But if it's not on the things of God, then who are you causing a stumbling block for? Am I causing a stumbling block to you guys or to my own promises and blessings that God has made to me? Am I afraid and looking at things in such a natural way that I try to stop things? Or I try to, I'm pretty sure Peter's mindset was, I'm going to protect Jesus. I don't want him to go through this situation. But he didn't realize the sacrifice that Jesus was about to make. He didn't realize that God was about to save humanity and change the world forever. And in doing that, he would send his Holy Spirit that disciples that are actually listening to this stuff will do mighty and great things. And even to today, we'll see those things happen. But my thing is for you today, is it worth the sacrifice? Is following Jesus worth the sacrifice today? I can tell you myself, a lot of times I've been a stumbling block for myself. Thinking things in a human mindset, thinking about the problems, how can I handle this situation, handling things that were wrong. 2018 was my year where God told me, obviously he told me Skittles and all that, right? But he told, also told me that things would change. So I went through 2018, and I was like, I ain't seen nothing change. I got to the end of the year. I remember New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, we are in the house, and we are watching those, I don't know, the Rocky New Year's or whatever those things like that. And we're all on our phones and stuff like that. And it comes to New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, and went back to our phones. You know why? Because we felt that the weight of 2018, and we felt like nothing has changed at this moment, so that means 2019 will repeat the same thing over again. And we were mad discouraged. I was mad discouraged. I was like, you know what? There's no point. I don't know what's the, the point. I know Jesus is in control, but I don't feel that. I didn't realize that in, in 2018, when I went to the Lord, I said, Lord, 2018 was so bad. Yeah, you did great things, but in me, I felt like things didn't change. So what are you, you going to do for 2019? Why did I have to go through 2018? Why am I still going through this situation? And Jesus says something has to die in order for change to come. I've been handling things in the flesh for so long. I ain't saying I'm going crazy out there doing crazy stuff, but I'm, every time a problem came, the best way for me to handle it wasn't on my knees, but the best way to handle it is I will have a strategize and I'll do it this way. And when things didn't work out my way, I became frustrated with God and blamed him for it. This is you, Lord God. Why did you allow this to happen to me? But I didn't realize that if I would have put my trust in him and realized that I don't see the end of the, or the beginning, but he does. If I would just let that 2018 be a year that I would die to stuff and let things go. So sometimes when things need to die, that's when the trials come. When things are running smoothly, everything is good, right? We're praising Jesus, we love him, and amen, and praise God, and move forward and do stuff. But when the trials come, that's when we stop. This is where you truly know how, if you're following Jesus. And I didn't understand. Like Peter, I didn't understand what God was doing. I had expectations where things were supposed to be this way or things were supposed to be that way. Just like Peter. Peter had expectation. Jesus, you're going to take over and overthrow the Roman armies and you're going to reign your kingdom here on earth. But he didn't understand. He didn't know God's ways. I didn't know God's ways. So I was bitter on 2018. 
I was a stumbling block. I got a, hopefully I wasn't a stumbling block to other people being the things I was dealing with. But I ask you today, are you a stumbling block because of trials? Have you allowed the trials to overtake you? Are you paused because of some stuff that happened in the past? Are you paused today because someone hurt you or offended you? I want to read uh, Philippians 4, starting at verse 4. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you present your request to the God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything, excuse me, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think of about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put, put into practice, and there the God of peace will be with you. I was talking before about advancing the kingdom. Everything you hear, everything you experience, everything you read, it's time to put it into practice. I believe God wants to do great things for us. Every year you hear God's going to do great things, great things. I believe God wants to do great things. God said, I want to do great things with you every year. But the problem is, is that you hinder it. I'm not saying you. We hinder this, the work of God. We hinder his ways. We hinder his things by holding on to the past. By holding on to things that are no good for us anymore. But I'm going to read this next thing that's going to get to you. This is the continuation of that scripture we read before in Matthew. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever wants to lose their, loses their life for me will find it. My, dec- my declaration to you today is to get to a point where you say, You know what, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to take up my cross. No matter what the cost is, no matter what I go through, no matter what it brings me to. For, I'm not saying that we're all going to die for the kingdom of God. But in Peter's situation, his thing was going to end in death. He was going to do mighty and great things for the kingdom of God. But his thing was saying, you're going you're gonna, to glorify God, you're going to die. Will you follow me? And if you read anything about the story of Peter, you saw all the great things he did. And all the, preaching the gospel to 3,000 people, started the church. All these wonderful things. But he had to make a decision and be willing to do something. Are you willing to take up your cross? Are you willing to take up your cross and follow Jesus and let go of what was the past or what was you, 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 who you used to be and say, Lord God, I'm going to follow your will. Whether I don't know where I'm going, where it's going to take me, but you know all things. You know the plans you have for me to prosper me, to give me a hope in the future, right? So I can put my trust in him. But my, 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 thing, my plea to you is today is, Will you do that? Will we let go of the hurts and the, and the brokennesses and the things that kept us, keeping us stagnated, keep, keep us to move forward? Would you hold on to offenses all the time? Things that offend, you know, I, I, you know, we speak about offense. I get offense about a lot of things, right? People talk about Star Wars, I'm offended, you know? <laughs> People say, how the Giants doing? Yeah, I'm offended. Shush, shut your mouth. You mess with my family and my kids, I get real offended. And it's hard for me to let go of stuff like that. You can mess with me. You can mess with my job. You can, I could get fired. I really don't care. Just don't mess with my wife and kids. But you know what offense is? It's like you go into a little prison, like a little prison cage. 
and you can't get out of it. Now, everything you do is based out of that cage you're in. Even offenses have to go. We can't be in a place where every time something goes wrong, then it's my season now to just be down. My season now to give up. My season to take a step back and not do the things of God. I, I really believe in making sacrifices for God. And it's the most difficult situation. For me to get up today is a sacrifice. I'm not even playing, man. It's a sacrifice to get up here and to preach the gospel. But I believe God wants to take us forward. What are you willing to sacrifice? Matter of fact, what are you sacrificing now because of what you want to do? Are you sacrificing your family? Are you sacrificing the things of God because you want to live in the world? Can I make a, like a line, easy line? God has mercy and grace, and he's always forgiving. He forgives us a thousand, thousand, thousand times when we do wrong. But I can tell you that you need to make a decision. You want to see the goodness of God in this land? You want to see his faithfulness come through for you? You want to see how he moves in dark places and things that, don't, that seem like impossible and see him move those things? You got to let go of the past. And some of our past is the way we were. Some of you guys were addicts. Some of you guys were, were, were thugs. Some of you guys are womanized. Some of you girls are were living crazy lives out there. But what's more important? What is, it, what is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? How many things that we're gaining now and we're losing, we're losing out? The other day, my, uh, this is not the other day, it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't, I, we blame my wife that she lost the remote in the house, right? Because we know how we know she lost it. <laughs> She's watching now, I'm pretty sure. You know how she lo- we know she lost it? She, if the, the remote is missing, she says, go look for it. Get up, get up, get up, and go look for the remote. She didn't do that. So we know, we know she's responsible. Yo, we look everywhere. The first thing you do, look at the couches. We look under the, the, under the couches. We're looking at, we follow, try to follow where she usually be at. Let's go in those areas, the kitchen and everything. Couldn't find the remote. We still haven't found it. For the, so we had to get apps, apps on our phone to change the TV or get up manually to change it now. That's how our life is now. Whoever doesn't have a phone doesn't get to change the TV. But that thing is so lost that I don't know where it's at in the house. I don't know the dog ate it. I don't know where it's at. But it's totally gone. There are some things in your life you need to get it lost. It's got to get lost. It's got to be to a place where I looked everywhere for I want this sin again, so I'm going to go look for it, and I can't find it. It's got to get lost in your life. What are you willing to sacrifice today for Jesus? Yo, he loves all of us, man. Word him up. I'm trying not to cry. There are so many things that we are hindering from God because we hold on to garbage. The storms of life come on us. But if we're founded on the rock, the winds will blow, everything will happen, and we will not be moved. We've been moved for too long. As a church, I'm going to share this dream I had with you. I was sharing it with Pastor George earlier. I've been fasting since, like, what, two weeks ago? And I've been having all these dreams and all this stuff is happening. And I had a dream where um, I saw this beautiful forest. And, uh, and people were afraid to go and enjoy the fruits and all the things that were in it. They knew there were enemies out there. There were so many enemies in the forest. And all of a sudden, I was afraid too. I was afraid to go forward. I was afraid to see what was in there. And all of a sudden, I get taken up in the air. I'm like on an on a aerial view of what's going on. 
and I see this fog, this whole fog all over the whole forest. And I see all the people here, and I see darkness over here. And all of a sudden, I see the fog start, start subsiding and moving back and moving back into the darkness. And as I look in the ground, you know how in those movies where they have like um, infrared and you see like people walking around? I see all these demons all just running back and running back into the darkness. And when the cloud moved to the side and all the, all the enemies left, I landed back on the ground. And I was with my wife, and I was walking around, and we was enjoying it. People were coming out and enjoying the night. Even in the nighttime, people were, which in the dream, people were afraid to come out, excuse me. People were afraid to come out at night, and people were coming out in the night and just enjoying the time, enjoying walking together and enjoying life together. I'm going to speak this over the church today in, in, good, in a good thing. It's been a cloud over us for a long time. I hear for so many people say there's like a wall. It's like a wall that's preventing people. It's like a wall preventing. There's a cloud, and the enemy is preventing us from inheriting what's ours. And God, just like the, the, in Noah, when the water subsided and there was time to go, and there was a peace that the bird came and said, there's time to go back. This, this, this thing that's been blocking us for so long is going to subside. And God's going to allow us in, this, in the new season to come to fully us to enjoy what God has for us. But there's no way we can enjoy the things of God if we don't sacrifice it for Jesus. There's no way we can have the things of God if we're going to choose two lives. You, you experience, there's too many people in a place where we, we love to experience the good things and give me the good things and give me the good things. But when the bad times happen, they don't want nothing to do with it. They don't want to deal with trials. They don't want to deal with problems. They run from the problems. But like I told you earlier, it's time to face everything head on. And we're going to move forward. We have to move forward. And we have to leave things where what's behind us, we need to leave in the past. I know a lot of us have things that probably I never experienced before. There's people that are going through stuff today. And I never experienced it. There are deaths that happen. I have noticed in my spirit. There are tragedies. I have experienced death in my family recently. There's deaths that go on in people's life. But people are stuck because of it. There's a season for mourning. There's a time for mourning. And it's a time for joy. It's time for rejoicing. And people have been stuck in the mourning season for too long. Some people are mourning, just like Pastor Gary preached last week, how long will you mourn over Saul? Some people are mourning over old churches, old marriages, and old situations that are done. And God's telling you to move on. You don't know why it happened. It could have been your fault that it happened. But God wants to get us to a place where we say, you know what? You have better for me, Jesus. Can I say that today? Even if you're the problem, you're the, you're the reason why the marriage broke up, I'm here to tell you today that it's, God has something better for you. He's faithful. He's faithful in every situation. I'm not going to mourn over things that are gone. If they're gone, they're gone. But what else do you have in store? God has great things for us as a body, as a church. Can I say something else? A side note. I have these side notes that God talks to me sometimes. There's always something that's going on. Don't confuse your freedom for laziness. Because you don't want to go and actually do stuff and you don't want to experience it. You don't want to, you want to see God move. A lot of us want to see God move, but we don't want to put into practice the things that need to make God move. I want you to learn. I want you to see God. But if I don't, if I don't provide that, if I don't fellowship with you and I don't do those things, how can I see you grow? It's time. It's time now to, to move forward. It's time to move the kingdom of God forward. And we are the kingdom of God. And it's time for us to advance. Amen. I'm going to have somebody come up in a little while. My man is mad scared. <laughs> there are trials in life that we go through. 
There are trials, there are things that beat us down, and, and it, they're so overwhelming that we're like, you know what, I can't move forward. I can't, I can't do it. And many of us walk away from God because of it. Many of us blame God and say, it was your fault. You allowed this to happen. Why did you allow this to happen to me? If you're a real God, if you're a loving God, why did you make this happen to me? Why did you, why'd you didn't stop it? Why did you didn't get me out of it? There are just trials in life. There are things that come that are unfair. There's sin in this world. But if we, keep, if we have a foundation in God and say, you know, Lord God, I'm going to trust that, you know what, whatever I'm going through, this is the hardest part to, to swallow a lot of times. Whatever I'm going through, I'm going to trust that it's worth it. That this is all worth it. In the end, it's going to be worth it. Not only when I enter the kingdom of God in heaven, but on this side of earth, it's going to be worth it. You don't want to be stuck. There's so many things that are over here. There's so many things that are over here, and we're over here, and problems are in the way. And if we just push through those problems and push through all the situations, we'll receive what God has for us. My friend, is, my friend uh, Frankie's going to come up. Come on, Frankie. He's going to give a testimony of, he's been through some stuff. He's been through some trials. But with the little faith that he had, he kept believing and kept believing and kept believing. And I hope this blesses you today. Ooh, I'm nervous. Uh, I just want to thank God for bringing me here. Um, Putting in Josh Hart to at least, you know, let me speak my testimony. Um, my name is Frankie Babylonia. Um, many of you guys might not know me. Um, I'm Terry Ann's uh, husband. I've been attending TSF for over two years now. And um, I just want to share my testimony. Uh, so I met my wife in 2011 at a Christian retreat. Around a time when I was going through a very difficult time, struggling between church and the streets. I honestly didn't want to go to this retreat. But something kept pushing me, and I know that was God. He moved in such a powerful way, he brought me to the woman I can call my wife today. I know she was sent from God, and I know she was the one for me. In 2012, we got engaged, and we got married in 2014. Throughout this time, we wanted to start our family and what we thought it was, our, it was in our time, it was actually all in God's time. We've been through many ups and downs, many highs and lows, like every other couple. But one of our biggest challenges was conceiving a child. We've had three miscarriages, trying it naturally. Seeing my, my wife cry, many tears, not sure if she can conceive, was one of the most difficult times in my life for me. I could honestly say my faith was tested. Little did I know that God was there. The next step for us was to try something called IVF, in, in vitro fertilization, in which the chances were higher in getting pregnant. Doctors were able to collect six embryos. At this point, we was like, okay, we have more we have more of a chance for this to work out. With the little excitement that we had, my wife and I decided to implant two embryos so that our chances of getting pregnant were greater, but then it failed. In my mind, I'm like, God, not again. 
Excuse me. I'm like, this can't be. Here I go blaming God. I'm over here sinking in depression. My mind is battling with my soul. Seeing my wife cry was the most difficult thing in my life for me. But I honestly did not know. I, I, didn't, I didn't have any answers to tell my wife. I didn't, I didn't know what to tell her. God seemed so far. Yeah, he was right there. I kept telling her, baby, it's going to be okay. God is in control. I was holding all my emotions in, making sure she didn't see me cry. So months passed, we go on our anniversary trip, and in my mind, I'm thinking, man, we got only four embryos left. We got to decide what we're going to do with them. So we come home from our trip. Doctor calls us, tell us before we go in, we have to, um, we have to take a pregnancy test, home pregnancy test. So with a little bit of faith we had, we said, hey, let's try it again. Out of nowhere, I hear my wife cry. She starts yelling. So I ran to the bathroom to see what happened. And God answered our prayers. It was a positive result. I'm like, wow. And today she's here, six months pregnant. Glory to God, man, because it's like I've been through so much in my life. This was hard task, something to like just to deal with. And I knew deep down inside, he he has all the answers. Like I was lost, I didn't know what to say, what to do. But he answered our prayers. Now we're living in the studio currently, right now. Um, and I'm like, man, God, you blessed me with this child. I got a little studio. I don't know where I'm gonna put them. God answered another prayer. We got a phone call. We got approved for two bedroom. I just leave. I just want to leave you guys with this. Um, in Matthew's seventeen twenty, if you have, if you have a faith. If you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you tell that mountain to move and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Just, amen. Amen. Don't disappear. Stay there. Hold on. Let's all stand. All that stuff I told you where, you know, about Peter denying, you know, you know the story of Peter when he denied Jesus? He said, I will never deny you. He did all this stuff. And all before that happened, this is what, uh, what Jesus said. This is because Peter re-acknowledged Jesus. In the midst of everything, before everything even happened, he acknowledged Jesus. And, then, and Jesus answered him, this is uh, Matthew 16, uh, 17 to 19. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. 
For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build this church. I'm going to go back real quick. I want you to insert your name where it says Peter. Even before you make the decision to come to Jesus. If you know there's a Jesus out there, you know there's a God that loves you and you said yes to him, but you haven't really gave up all these things and sacrificed. I want you to know this is God speaking to you before you even come up to the altar or or get prayed for today. It says, for flesh and blood has not revealed to you but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, your name, Sanctuary Fellowship, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bound, bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I'm here to tell you as you make a decision to say yes to Jesus and trust him no matter what you're going through. He's going to give you the keys, the influence and the, and the authority to take to bind what is on this earth. If things are out of control in your life and things are, are battling and you're, you're frustrating, you're asking God for answers. He gives you the keys to say, you know what? In this earth, I command in the name of Jesus that it will be this way. And in heaven will hear you and answer you. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that upon you that God wants to do great things in this church? And in this community, in this neighborhood? If you believe that and you say yes to Jesus, I'm going to ask you to come to the altar right now. Don't make it weird. Don't make it crazy. But if you're asking Jesus, Lord, give me the keys to the kingdom. And whatever's out of control in your life, whether it be relationships, whether it be your finances, whether it be your fears, whether it be death in your life, whether it be your children, whether it be ministry, what you're looking for, whatever it is, you're going to find it in Jesus. You're not going to find it out there. You'll gain so much, but you'll lose everything in the end. But in Jesus, you'll find everything you're looking for. Upon just this rock, these people here, I'm going to build my church. Sanctuary will be built upon people that follow Jesus and say yes to Jesus and let go of the past and let go of the way they used to do things. They say, Lord, if you slay me, so would I serve you. If it causes me my life, I'm going to say yes to you, Jesus. If it causes you friends and relationships, I'm going to say yes to you, Jesus. If people turn against you and religious people get crazy against you, I'm still going to follow you, Jesus. There's so much that God's going to do for you. He knows he has the plans he has for you. Not to harm you guys. You don't serve Jesus to be harmed. It's not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. Amen? So let's, let's, let's lift our hands real quick. And then, Ephraim, you could come up. If anybody in the prayer team that's not up here, if you want to come and just please pray, lay hands on people and just stand in agreement with them. He told Peter, uh, Jesus told Peter after he denied him three times, he said this, do you love me, Peter? He said, feed my sheep. He said it three, two other times, do you love me? Do you love me? Yes. And yes. I say that to you today, do you love Jesus? Then follow me, he says. Follow me with your whole heart. Follow me with everything that you, 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 you believe, everything you, that you have inside of you. Just give it to Jesus today. Yes. I'm not going to disappoint you. So, Holy Spirit, I just thank you for being here right now. Yes. You see every heart, every person that's broken, every person that's searching. 
everyone that's confused, even the ones who go up here that don't know you, Jesus. I pray they say yes to you today. Lord, I thank you as we lay these things down for you, Lord God, the, the past and the things that we struggle with and the things that are, are stopping us from preventing us from reaching you and seeing things from your perspective. I, play, I, I pray advancement over these people right now in the name of Jesus. I pray what would take years to happen. I pray you would do it right now in the name of Jesus. As you say yes to Jesus today, you are part of the kingdom and you are part of the advancement that's about to happen this year. You will not shy back in the name of Jesus. You will not be afraid. You know, we have this saying, we say, you know, do it afraid, do it afraid. Do it afraid. If you're scared, do it anyway. As you keep doing it, the anointing will be over you. You won't be afraid anymore to go forward and do it. If you look at the end of Peter's life, Peter was like, he didn't care about death. It didn't matter to him. I don't, I, I, if someone's going to blow my head off, I'm a little scared. These people didn't care. It said, it's not in the Bible, but it said that when he, that he was crucified. And being crucified, he say, they, they say that he, was, he, he wanted to be upside down because he felt unworthy. Are you kidding me? If that's true, that's crazy. But what God's going to do to you for you this year and the year to come is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Things that you didn't imagine, things that you didn't think of. God is going to do for you. Amen? Amen. After you worship, Gary's going to come up and pray. All right? Hallelujah. All right, so let's just worship. Amen? Yes, yes. God is good. Is he good? Yes. Sometimes we don't feel like he is, but he's good. Some of us haven't seen the end of the situation. Be patient. Don't be anxious. Yes. You're going to see breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Come on, don't nobody go anywhere yet. I want to leave this place with a praise on your heart. Understanding God's promises forevermore. So this song we were singing, God, the promise that we're not going to wait for the walls to fall down. We're going to leave here with that song, with that, de- that declaration on our tongues today. You guys ready? Let's worship. Come on. And if you need prayer, by all means, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to wait. Wait for the walls to fall. I know a name that will bring them down. I've got a praise. Waking within my soul, I'm not ashamed to declare it now. I'm not gonna wait. I'm not gonna wait. Wait for the walls to fall. I know a name that will bring them down. See, I've got a praise. Waking within my soul, I'm not ashamed to declare it now. See the light, see the light of the world, 
trample the See nothing can stop it. Say, say nothing can stop it. You are. See, and every word will be a. See nothing. Say nothing can stop it from me. Oh, prepare the way. Prepare the way, the King of glory comes. Before his name, every knee must bow. Throw off, throw off your chains. Jesus destroyed them all. Up from the grave, he is risen now. Light of the world, say, Light of the world, trample the darkness. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop it. You are the light of the world. Every word, every word will be accomplished. Will be accomplished. Nothing saved. years ago, Jesus already won the victory on the cross, and he said, be of good cheer. He said, be rejoicing, for I have overcome the world. I have beat up the devil. So we live from a place of victory. So as Josh said, you might be trying to figure out, how is all this going to happen? How am I ever going to pay those bills? How's my marriage ever going to be fixed? You see, the victory was already won. That's why God tells us to shout and to dance. You see, when you go to a sports event and your team loses, there ain't nobody shouting. They ain't dancing and carrying on because where there's defeat, where there's loss, When you're the losing team, everybody's quiet. But when you're on the winning team, people start to to go crazy and yell. And that's why the Bible keeps saying, praise them with the shout. Clap your hands, all you people, because the victory is already in place. It's already won. So I declare victory. Right now, in Jesus' name, it's already done. Jesus said, it's finished. When he died on the cross, he said, it's finished. The provision is already in place. Your body is already healed. God's already healed your emotions and your mind. He's broke off the depression 2,000 years ago at the cross. So now we're going to walk it out. We're going to worship him until he comes, until it manifests, until it happens. We're going to praise him. We're going to shout. We're going to dance. Because by faith, we believe right now that that bill is paid. 
We believe the promotion already came. We believe for the new car, the new home. We believe for the miracle. If you believe with me today, if you're saying, I don't see it with my eyes, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I believe what Jesus said, that I am an overcomer. I'm just going to ask you to shout. Let's shout in Jesus' name. Jesus! Praise him with the shout. Praise him with the dance. I decree victory. I claim it over you now in Jesus' name. Come on. Hey! Oh! Come on. We're going to leave with praise in the house. Yeah! Not going to wait. Say, say, not going to wait. Wait for the walls to fall. I know a name that will bring them down. I've got to pray. Say, I've got to pray. Waking within my soul. I'm not ashamed to declare it now. Light of the world. Say, light of the world. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop it. You are the light of the world. Every word, say, every word will be accomplished. Nothing can stop it. Say, nothing can stop it. You are the light of the world. Come on, oh! Somebody declare, prepare the way. Say, prepare the way. The King of Glory come before, before His name. Every knee must bow. Throw off your chains, throw off your chains. Jesus destroy them all. From the grave, He is with us now. Light of the world, light of the world. Trample the darkness. Nothing can stop and say. The promise every word will be a Nothing, nothing, nothing can stop it. You are the God of the promise. Oh, come on. Somebody clap your hands. Come on, this is how we fight. This is how we fight. Somebody help say, This is how we fight. Say, This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight. One more time, say. This is how I fight my battles. 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 It may look like it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Like, say. It may look like I'm surrounded, Come on. but I'm surrounded. Oh, it may look like say. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like it may look like I'm surrounded. Say, 
It may look like say It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded by you It may look like It may look like I'm surrounded I'm surrounded by you It may look like It may look like I'm surrounded But I'm surrounded Light of the world, trample the darkness. Nothing can stop it now. And just say every word, say every word in your life. Yes, it will say nothing. Say say nothing can stop it. Say nothing. One more time, declare it now. Say, say nothing can stop it. You are the God. Say nothing can stop it. Say nothing can stop it. You are the God. Nothing say nothing can stop it. One more time, say, say nothing can stop it. You are the God of the promise. Hallelujah. You are blessed to be a blessing. Have a wonderful week. Somebody bless somebody on the way out. Family.